Hello and welcome to episode 263 of the LGA Summer Series. We are continuing in layer two material and we are we have worked through kind of unraveling everything that's been kind of just holding you back, identifying how you are feeling, how you want to feel, really beginning to expand on your dreams to begin to have the foundation of goals that you want to set for yourself. Uh, and, and then the really important part is before we can expand into that, it's recognizing that we are going to need boundaries. And that's what we did last week of talking about beginning to create the framework to hold the space for all the change that you want to make. So that's what I see boundaries as. And I know this is what we talked about last week, but recognizing that um, I always think of a um, hydroelectric plant, which I know is the where where on earth, I don't know. I mean, my husband worked electricity. I'm not sure where, I don't know, but I think it's the most beautiful example that water alone is not going to create electricity, right? Having the infrastructure of the hydroelectric plant also isn't what creates electricity, but putting the two together is what creates electricity. And that's phenomenal, isn't it? That the structure of the plant tells the water where to go and what to do in order to create electricity, which is energy. So I think of boundaries as that, that that the boundaries are the walls, right? It's not restricting water. It's not keeping it from growing it's it's holding space giving it direction and having a lot of intentionality in order to create more energy and without those walls your water is just has nowhere to go it's flooding it's going here or there it's sinking into the ground and it dissipates and has no energy that it could create you know it's it has nowhere to go so i think that that's a beautiful way to think of it is that you're collecting all of your water, you know, all the things that you desire and crave and want for yourself, and then identifying the structures that need to go in place to tell this water where to go to create more energy. So I want you to think about the work as such. And and that's, this is what you're building. This is what you're creating. And it's phenomenal. It's beautiful, isn't it? So with part of that, it's also recognizing that the relationships that we have in our life have a very, very strong influence with our, in, with the energy that we then live inside of. And, and this is, there's a lot that in LGA, like if you were to take the Layered Growth Academy, the things I talk about on the podcast are so, um, how do I, I was going to say watered down, but that sounds like patronizing or belittling. It's not that. It's like snippets, if you will. It is the Cliff's Notes. That's that's perfect. It's the cliff Cliff's Notes. So th- this, what I'm sharing here, is so much more involved inside of the academy. So, you know, take this for what it's worth. I think it's phenomenal to think about. It's really good information. Um, but there's there's also so much more to it. So anyway, here's what I want you to think about. I know when I say relationships, you're thinking of people, which we're going to talk about in a second. However, a lot of the women who come in come in because of burnout, stress, anxiety, feeling out of control, uh, maybe a sense of a lack of purpose, all of those sorts of things. And a lot of that is in connection with our relationship with time and our overwhelm. Okay, so we all have a specific relationship with what overwhelm is personal to us and time as well. And it's really important to identify and work on this relationship with time because when we have a relationship, whether we realize it or not, and that's what feeds our experience with time, right? So 
you know, if there's a person in your life that you are frustrated with and you feel like you um, never get to spend the time with them the way you want to, et cetera, right? That they, they're cheating you, all, all of those sorts of things. Anytime you're with them, you're going to experience those feelings and it's going to continue to perpetuate the bad relationship you have. Does that make sense? That's what you, so while time is not a person, money is not a person, overwhelm is not a person, anxiety is not a person, depression is not a person, they're all energies that we have relationships with. And sometimes we need to heal those relationships. So we're not talking about money today, but I think it's a phenomenal example that we have, you know, money is energy as well. And I always talk about it as, oh man, I'm trying not to go down the rabbit hole. I'm like, I'm teetering on the edge. Don't go in there. And <laughs> that if, so if you were to be dating somebody and you constantly were saying like, I love you, don't leave me and clinging to them. And then when they do leave, being mad at them and, um, and then treating them without intention, meaning like, you know, you're just spending your money without thinking about it and like, oh yeah, sure. My boyfriend can help you. I don't care about his time. Go ahead. He'll help you. You know that you're never going to keep that person. They're going to be like, you are not treating me in a healthy way at all. I don't want to be with you. Right. Money's not going to stay <laughs> if you're not treating it with love and intention and respect. Similarly, when we have an unhealthy relationship with time, an unhealthy relationship with overwhelm, it's going to continue to be unhealthy. So it's really important to have a moment. So something I have my clients do is write a letter, literally dear time. And I want you to just share everything. And it's interesting because it sounds kind of like, I don't know, punitive or um, immature or uh, pointless even. So many of the women I've worked with have done this exercise and said it's one of the most emotional things they've ever done. They, they completely didn't expect it. Um, and they felt like they got some control back after writing this letter. And it's and you can write kind of whatever you want with it. And you know, it's like, dear time, I feel like you're always escaping me. You're never trustworthy. You never stay with me. And I feel like I never have enough of you. And I'm going to learn how to not feel that way anymore. We're going to work together to recognize that we can have enough of each other and that you don't have control over me anymore, right? Like saying these things to this um, arbitrary concept is empowering. So I really, I really encourage you to sit down to see what comes out sometimes. And you can even write that like, dear time, I don't even know what I'm supposed to say to you. All I know is you piss me off, right? Like just let your hand go. There's no, you're not being graded on it. There's no red pen coming out. <laughs> Three underlines under the letter you didn't capitalize, like nothing, nothing. There's no right or wrong. It's just connecting with the emotions here to really become intentional about, oh, wow, wow, I didn't realize, you know, that I learned to connect with time this way because that's how my mom did it. That's how I saw my aunt do it. Or it's how my dad taught me. Like there's never enough time, whatever, you know, those things begin to come up. Do it with overwhelm too. Take your power back. Be honest with how you're feeling with it all. And you'll just do it. I just, I'm just going to say, just do it. And it's a very, very powerful activity that can, begin to rearrange your experience. Additionally, that I'm just going to throw out there, there's there's no um, affiliation or anything like that, but the, I mention this book often. The book called The Big Leap, I found to be, it's easily one of my favorite books. It's also one of the shortest and easiest, whether it's on Audible or, or pick it up to read it. He has um, a, a chapter on time. I also have a section on time in my book, Motherhood Stripped, which you can buy on Amazon. When you can begin to shift your concept 
uh, time, and that's what time is. Time is just a concept. So very quickly, because it, I'm sure it could, this is, it, you might have to hear things seven times and we've never heard this, but, and in the big leap, he describes it differently than I do in my book. So I, I refer to it as Kronos and Kairos time. Kronos time is what we've been taught. You know, 60 seconds are in a minute and 60 minutes are in an hour, etc. You know, this many days in a week, all of that. It, that, this is not, this was designed by humans. It's just a concept. Time isn't actually that structured. It is Kairos. That is Greek. Okay. You know, the saying time flies when you're having fun. That's, <laughs> this is the concept. And I actually used it when my kids were doing their swim test. Okay. So they have to tread for two minutes after swimming two laps of the pool to be able to get the band to swim in the deep end. So my daughter is in the final minute of treading. She's exhausted because we don't have our swimming endurance yet. <laughs> and she was ready to give up. And, you know, the lifeguard was like 30 seconds left. I'm like, Hannah, it's 30 seconds. And, you know, it's just like, oh my God, it's so long. I'm like, imagine how fast 30 seconds goes on the iPad, you know, like this. It's all essentially the same amount of chronos time, but we experience the time differently. And we have control over how we experience the time because it's all in our mind, it's all in our thoughts, it's all in how our energy is showing up to the space. And when you recognize how much control you have with, like you are time, time does not have control over you. When you officially understand this concept, your life will completely change. I have, I have to tell you, since adopting this understanding You know, when you go through things, like when you feel like you're running late or like you want to jump out of your skin because you're like, oh my God, I can't believe, you know, sitting this, I know we can all relate to this, like sitting at your kid's Christmas concert and it's like three hours long and you're only half hour in and how you feel like your skin is going to like just crawl off of your body. I don't experience that feeling anymore because when I have that blip of a moment of like, oh my God, it's only been 30 minutes, I realize, no, mm -mm, time doesn't have control over this. I do. I get to experience how this is going to feel. And it's, and then it's done. I don't have any stress. I don't feel like I'm going to jump out of my skin. Nothing. It's phenomenal. I recommend it. So grab my book, grab the big leap and have fun. Okay. Finally, the last thing I want to share with you, and I know a lot of us have heard this, but I always say you are what you eat. And um, this concept, actually, I feel like I've kind of reconceptualized through the teachings of Ed Milet. <clears throat> so, you know, there's this idea of you are the average of the, the top five people you spend the most time with. And I think there's a lot of truth truth to that. Like you are what you eat. The people you spend around, I notice like we pick up mannerisms. You know, if you watch your kids who spend time with friends, they they pick up like the same mannerisms as their friends. Um, you know, if you're watching a certain TV show, same thing or like language, um, habits, lifestyle choices, all of that. So really take inventory of the top five people you spend the most time with. And it doesn't have to be in person. It could be a TV show. It could be a pot. It could be me. If you're like, I listen to you every single day, I'm probably in your top five, right? Um, It could be a feed that you look at every single day um, on social media, anything like that. It could be an artist that you listen to all the time or like a a meditation person that you listen to every day. and look at your top five and take that inventory. And this is, so we're not going to get into this today or probably at all. This is part of like the the thick of LGA is really identifying like, holy cow, 
my mom is, or fill in the blank is in my top five, but I'm realizing what she brings to the table is nothing of what I want to be. I don't want to, I don't want to have the same belief systems. I don't want to have the same attitude. What do I do? Right. And that's a lot of what we work through, through LGA, but take the inventory and know that you can shift things around that, um, like if you, and it's not about cutting relationships off like the, and this is, I'm not going to get into because that's where it gets very complex, but recognize that you can begin to pull in different things, you know, uh, go on social media less and read books that you like. I don't read as many horror and thriller books because I realize how much they make me feel uncomfortable. I like watching movies like that. Um, or even watching reality shows with people fighting. I'd still watch Real Housewives, but anyway, <laughs> you know, watching too much of it, you realize how much that can, you can absorb that energy and um, the lifestyle choices. You know, if you're someone who wants to excel in your career and, uh, you know, have a second home and drive, you know, this kind of car and, you know, wear these kinds of clothes, whatever, and maybe it's, or, or, you know, go to church and, and live, live a life, you know, it's not all materialistic, you know, live a, a life, of Christ and, or whatever religion and, um, or a life of charity and, um, you know, contributing to the community, things like that. You, you're not going to want to spend most of your time with people who are opposite that, you know, you're not going to want to spend time with people who sit on the couch and smoke pot and like, um, collect disability or whatever. Right. And this isn't like putting down people who like live your life the way you want to live it. If you're happy, if you're healthy, do it. But if you're, not on the same page with how you want to live. Like if you're someone who doesn't want to gossip and you want to like contribute to this to society or to your community or whatever, it's probably not very aligned to spend a lot of time with your friend who is gossiping terrible things about people in the community and doesn't donate to charity. Doesn't mean anyone's right or wrong. It's just recognizing like, okay, that's not going to, it's not going to feed the growth that I want to make, right? So take some intentional time to think about who you're spending your time with. And something that Ed Milet shared, and I'll end here, is that he explained that it's not so much the amount of time, like talking about time, that you spend with people. It's it's the people that you pay the closest attention to. You know, the people who can really get in to your thinking and your feeling and all of that. So you might be able to spend time with people who don't get like, they're very surface and like, don't, don't, um, I can't think of the word penetrate your energy or your thoughts or your feelings. They probably don't contribute as much to who you are as an average person, like the average of all the people you spend time with as whoever it is you're paying very close attention to. So know that you can add people in. Like if there's someone, whether you know them in real life or not, that you aspire to be like, consume that person. It's not, not, and again, there's so many complexities I don't want to get into, but like there's, there's a, the fawning is a trauma response. So we need to be careful about that too. Like fawning is not healthy, but consume the person in a healthy way. And that's where boundaries come in of, um, and not, you know, you want to continue to be our authentic self. You want to be you and allow good, the influences that you choose to just influence you and inspire you not become somebody different. Okay. So that's, that's a big message that I feel like has a lot to, um, there's a lot underneath that. And if you like, if you feel like you need to talk through that a little more, like Aaron, can you dig into that a little bit? Cause that's a hard concept for me to even know the difference of, 
you know, fawning and copycatting and not being my authentic self. Like, how do I follow somebody and watch them but not become them? That's, I'm here for it if you need to have that conversation. So, okay, we'll stop there. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Connect with me, Erin at ErinJoyceCo.com. Instagram handle is at ErinJoyceCo underscore. Guys, I did it without messing up. I'm so excited. Okay, have a good one and I will talk to you next week.